Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Roommate Pod. I'm your host, Ryan Body, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Connor Cadell. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. <laughs> You'll uh, never believe what happened. No, you will believe what happened. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to leave it to the audience to guess. Um, I was uh, here, and I'm mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on time. Yep. 3.15 on a Saturday. And nobody can say otherwise. That's when we started. I was here ready. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, what's up, man? How's your week? Week's been good. Week's been good. Still just doing a lot of other stuff. Uh, today was Grayson's first baseball game. No way. How, how'd yeah. that go? T-ball. Uh, very fun. It was very, uh, cool the way they did it. So everybody bats, everybody, you know, runs the bases, everybody scores, you know, no outs, obviously. Everybody um, wins. Everybody wins. Participation trophies. I'll let the, uh, you know, other people think what they will about that. But, um, yeah, man. So that was really fun. Really cool to watch them kind of go through all the practices and then actually like participate in the game. Um, he, he hit well. He stopped a couple of stuff. He's is good. It's awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. How's, Got a how's, lot of pictures. Uh, how's your youngest doing? He's good. He's finally getting into a little bit of a sleep cycle, uh, which obviously means that it's going to change in, in a month. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, he's he's good. He's uh, doing like some really cute stuff where he's like putting his hands up for when he wants to get picked up. Oh, very cool. Which is very, very cute. Uh, so you, you, you like look at him, you're talking to him, he like puts his hands up. You're like, oh, yep, yep, 100%. I will pick you up. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. And then kind of go from there. So, but yeah, man. Uh, and then we got, well, let's see, February, March, April, May. Yeah, we got some time, but we're already starting to plan out their birthdays because they're only about a week or two apart. Right. So... Got some birthdays that we're planning now to get ahead of that. So we're gonna we're thinking about either doing it like the beginning of the day is for one of them and the other day is for another one because we have family out of town and we don't want to be like, hey, come this weekend and then also come next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll either do like Saturday is for one and Sundays for the other, or one day we'll split in half, kind of a thing. Gotcha. Just make sure yeah. you tell Grayson that. We'll do it closer to Nathan's and then tell Grayson, just be like, here's the deal. Uh, you're not as special anymore. <laughs> We're co-opting a little bit of Nathan's birthday for you. Yeah. Uh, deal with it. Yeah. I think you and I both <laughs> as older siblings can attest that I just have to do that to the oldest. Just be like, hey, listen, man, I know today's your actual birthday, but we're going to celebrate it in two weeks. So no presents. Get over it. Well, I didn't have to deal with that as the oldest. Well, not that specific issue, but other things along that. You know, you get the testing, you know, oh, you're not special anymore. We got two more. We got another one. Whatever, whatever. Nah, man, I was a golden son. That's it. I've met your parents multiple times. I definitely know that's not the case. No, they love us equally. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I remember your dad telling me the story of like the second that his first daughter came he was like ryan who that's not true uh you man what's going on with you not much it was a pretty busy week got a lot going on at work as always and Mm -hmm. so i decided to take monday off so i'm enjoying a three-day weekend um very nice and i think i'm just gonna play video games all day on monday maybe work on some side projects write a blog post or something. But overall, it's going to be pretty chill. Uh, Ollie will be at school. Bailey will be resting. So got time all to myself. And then um, let's see. Uh, Ollie, this is Ollie's first week in his new big boy room. So that was cool. Uh, oh. Transition went really well. He's he's doing great. He's waking up a little earlier than usual because uh, we didn't use blackout paper in his new room. So it's a little brighter. Mm. Um, and then... I just got done about two hours ago putting the second coat of paint on the accent wall in Harper's nursery. So that's what color well. did you go with? 
Mm, I'll give you one guess. Yellow. You are bad at this. <laughs> Is it red? No, you are. How are you bad at this? Go, you want pink? Yes. Or purple? Pink. Oh. I don't know. You you like to, you know, move against the grain sometimes. So I figured, you know, pink no. would be the obvious. Uh, I thought you'd be more like, oh, we're going to go with, you know, maybe some more gender gender neutral colors to go with some yellow or no, red. No, no, no. Gender roles are very important. Uh, you know, let her know. Let her know from birth. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's not that's that's not why. No, I'm down with the patriarchy for sure. But um, but no, uh, we painted it pink because the theme in her room is uh, desert flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, desert it flowers. Mm. Yeah, trust me. It's if for any female listeners, they'll they'll know. Um, and, they'll and, know. Well, that's damn, dude. I, now I'm I'm generalizing. Female followers <laughs> of the show and and just trendy male followers will know. Yeah. Uh, I'm clearly not a trendy male. The no, you're not. The uh, desert flower theme is it's like you know llamas and like cactuses and desert flowers. No, I get it. I just I didn't know that. It's that like Arabian like Nights, but cute movement. No, 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 no. This isn't a new thing. It's popular right now, though. There's lots of stuff for it on Etsy. We got we got some de- wall decals coming in, so it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ollie's room is a uh, Star Wars themed. So. Yeah, I know that one. That one I support. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> I saw um, Bailey posted a picture uh, on Insta uh, uh, with Oliver kissing her on the stomach. Yes. Getting getting there. She's getting there. Uh, she's there. But yeah, I know. I know. It's, she is there. She's there. Um, uh, what's yeah, the yeah, date again? A uh, month from Tuesday. Yeah, really getting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're pumped. Maybe you're going to be the one that's going to show up late. After. I'll still be on time. That's how bad you are at this. <laughs> that is how bad you are at this. I will still be on time. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, awesome, man. Well, it look looks like we got something. I didn't really add to too much because you mean nothing. <laughs> well, you I added see your cur- two I things. see your cursor in there. I see yeah, your well, cursor in there. Listen, You're thinking about talk, type of stuff. We didn't talk about like five of the things that I put on there last week, and there's still things. So I was just like, eh, I'll just move well, it yeah, over. That's because that's because I put things that are interesting. Oh my god. How would I? I can't attest to that because the way that you put these in here are so cryptic that I'm I'm forced to be like, well, I guess this is interesting. And then we wind up talking about like some hummingbird toothbrush, which is dope. The hum, not hummingbird. Whatever. And that wasn't even on the list. That was organic, bro. You obviously care about my dental journey. And the meat man. Yeah, bro, the meat man, the meat man knows what's up. I think that he should partner, you know, with him and just be like, hey, listen, you get $10 discount if you get get some of my meat for a 3D, a 3D image of uh, while you're brushing your teeth. Set up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to get into some some of these. Yeah, for sure. Let's start with uh, the devil's backbone. Uh, no, 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 no. We're starting with some of mine from last week. Why? Mine are shorter. These are short. These are just little snippets. They're not Why? things are gonna take Why? up. Yours take up so much, and then you just skip all of mine. And mine are the ones that you wind up liking, like the Mars one from last episode. Yeah, we talked about it because it was interesting. I have other interesting stuff too, but they're small. They're little. We should go back and forth. We should go back and forth. Fine. Mr. Freeform podcast idea over here. <laughs> You're the one holding on tight right now to the scripts. The scripts. I'm like, yo, let's talk about random stuff on a podcast. And you're like putting there's the going to be so much dead air stuff on here. Dude, these are just random stuff that there's going to have. There's going to be dead air of you and I just sitting here like talk about things that aren't like super interesting or current, I guess. I don't know. We could this do... is dead air. This discussion is dead air. Dead air. Oh my goodness. That's pick a, exactly pick a what topic. I'm talking about. Pick right. a topic. You're driving me okay. crazy. Okay. 
I wanted to talk to you about uh, a marriage puppy. You see that on there? I do. Okay. So I think you and I as married men can attest that, you know, rings are expensive. And I think at the They can stage, be, yes. They should be. And I mean, at that depends a certain on your, point, yeah. That depends on your values, but sure. I, I bought my wife an expensive engagement ring because at the time I wanted to show her how much she meant to me, but some women don't value that. Well, yeah, and I actually got um, Jenna's grandmother's diamond because uh, she passed away. So like and her mom was holding hanging on to it. And yeah. so I got possession of that, but I put a lot of money into getting it cleaned up and prepared and getting like a nice fitted thing for it and stuff. So I kind of lucked sure. out a little bit there because there was already one. But down the road, I plan on uh, actually, is she going to watch this? Let's just say there's plans for, you know, maybe like her own diamond coming up anyway. Uh, we, well, we got our five year coming up. What? Five year anniversary? No, we don't. But thanks for mm, trying. Yeah, we do. How Next are you year. bad at? How are you bad at this? What are you talking about? Next year, we, we got married. Well, yeah, next year. It t- you think I just got money laying around for a new diamond ring? I was <laughs> just like, oh, hey, by the way, next year. No, that's you like, guys are planning for that now. That's like me saying, like, oh yeah, our ten years coming up. It's only six years away. No, it's not. <laughs> Literally, almost a year to the month close we're getting there it's like a year and a few months anyway (laughs) anyway i have another friend of mine that is um gonna be proposing shortly and we were talking about rings and whatever and you know a lot of the normal culture now is taking apart like older traditions like what what does that stand for right and a lot of people like we're talking about the cost of rings nowadays and like you could put a healthy down deposit on the house for like a for like a decent size ring nowadays uh uh maybe i'm maybe like a like a starter house you could you could sub that out i I would say that i would say that engagement rings are about as expensive as when i uh i bought bailey her engagement ring and houses have like well okay maybe maybe (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm not saying you're wrong about the lumpy sum of uh uh, the traditional engagement ring in a diamond I'm saying right. houses are super expensive. Okay, okay, maybe that I, I example. See but, I see what but, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, the, so the, the concept's there, and we were just talking about, like, or maybe like an expensive trip or something, right? You know, Or a car. It'd be a great or down car. payment on a car. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, just so that general idea we were talking, and that's just kind of where our social, you know, construct of, of today is at. And I was thinking of the idea, like, why not a marriage puppy? You know how, like, over the moon Jenna would be if I got her a puppy and, like, Obviously, she still want the ring, but there's that. I know. I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, like, you mean like I was thinking like what your thoughts are like? I think as a society, it'd be. I think it'd be more beneficial to be like, hey, this is a, uh, you know, a proposal puppy, like you know that we raise together. It's not as commitment as like a kid, you know, but it's still like that. Still, a big step for a relationship, and you know, let last longer, more engagement, kind of your whole thing. I definitely think that that's a better approach and say, put that money somewhere else. Yeah, what are your sure. thoughts on that? I mean, it kind of, there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of thoughts. Uh, I'm not sure. Like an engagement ring is a pretty significant commitment because of the money. I'm not saying that like you shouldn't be committed for other reasons other than the money, but I think right. the cost is like a sign of your commitment. And a puppy is obviously also a huge commitment. I'm not saying right. it's less of a commitment than a ring. And it's something you have to take care of together. So, like, I see where you're coming from. Plus, like, it would help with the problem of, you know, uh, I'm the sure shelters could... being absolutely full. Well, that um, too, yeah. But that that the the that's the other side of it. It's like uh, I I I would be all for it if people were like adopting these dogs, but like buying a dog, dude. Here's the thing: you say you could use that money towards towards good. My parents bought a dog from a breeder in the last year um, Mm -hmm. and she was super, super effing expensive, like dumb expensive. 
And well, I'm like, why? Man. It's like unnecessary. There's like ones that that need a home that are in litters that don't get adopted. OK, but hear me out. Here's why. Yeah, uh, she's better than those dogs. <laughs> I love I love this dog. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about shelter dogs. That's yeah. a joke. But I love Quinn. Uh, yeah. She's great. Um, that being said. Like, I feel like I feel like rings are basically where you're showing off. It's a status thing, too. Right. Let's let's yeah. not beat around the bush. There's definitely a status stigma around it. And I think that like at a certain point, you're really just showing off like your your uh, your tax brackets, basically just like, Ooh, look at me. Right. You know, like <laughs> uh, just like, I, as a joke, I, but just like <laughs> I, I hope not, because. That yeah. ring was way out of my tax bracket when I bought it. <laughs> basically, basically showing off how much debt you now have. Because uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but like if you try to go back and like sell the ring back, it's not nearly as much as it was. They they are not hold their value very long, from my understanding. I could yeah, be very, wrong on that, but my understanding very, is that they don't. Very few things do. I would say diamonds hold value longer than a lot of assets, but not as long as you'd want them to. Yeah, right. So I don't know. It was an interesting concept. Little short little segment. Little fun little brain thing that I uh, I thought was interesting. Wanted to see what your take was on it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Uh, do you do you um, pay for insurance on uh, Jenna's ring? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, only because it's her grandmother's, right? So it's I'd be a little hard pressed. Like I don't know. Would I do it if it was our if it was a different one? I don't know. It's interesting. Not there yet, but it's yeah. We do. It was a significant investment. I mean, the premiums yeah. the premiums won't overtake the value of the ring for like twenty years. So, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to protect that investment. Not investment, yeah, right. but I want to protect that purchase. Yeah. Uh, my ring isn't insured. My ring yeah. was like. My ring was like 400 bucks or something like like trivially, yep. trivially cheap comparatively. I actually think I use the reward dollars from buying my <laughs> wife's engagement ring, like the, the jewelry. It was like buy one money. diamond, get her get a husband ring free or half off. No, I literally like uh, yeah. sh- shout out to Morrison Smith in Charlotte. If you're in the area, they are a premium jewelry store. Um, and, and the jeweler who helped me, she has like. She like texts me all the time and is like, "Hey, we got these deals going. Like, you know, how are you? Really? And doing? Yeah, yeah. She got married around the same time, so like, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're like acquaintances. Yeah. Um, and that I don't know if they still have the same program going, but literally, like, it was something like I got like five hundred something dollars because I spent X amount of dollars on my wife's ring, and we just used that to get my band. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sweet. Ours uh, was actually, well, you were at the wedding. Ours was actually blessed by the Pope, which is pretty cool. By the what now? By the, or by the bishop. Sorry. Excuse me. I was about to say, Pope. Well, that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's when we met him in the Keys during my uh, bachelor party. Something like that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I can't wait for the bachelor party episode. That's a whole. I think that's a dedicated I thing. I think week. I think if we reach a certain amount of viewers, you know, we can really mm. talk about that story. I think that could be like a goal. I don't think so. We're we're signing backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good start and now we're just You know how a couple I don't know if it was last I think it was a couple weeks ago we said like, "Oh, yeah. like the only people watching this is our family." Our family stopped watching it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like me and you and then Jenna and Bailey. But that's okay. We're doing this for us. Yeah, no, I think Jenna said that she hasn't watched the last two. Like she watched the first two or three and then she's like, you guys are just popping them out faster than I can watch them. And also we're in tax season, right? So she's like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was about to say, dang, but that's fair. Tax season. Yeah, yeah. She just hit 65 hours um, and and then decided to work today. So I was like, okay, gotcha. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Awesome, man. What's going on with uh, one of your fun little topics over there? I've got a few. Uh, first, I want to I want to start uh, with my beer of the week, uh, which beer is a uh, week that you haven't started ever <laughs> until now, I guess. Well, I, we're essentially doing beer of the week already, and I, we just didn't have a name for it. Uh, yeah, 
beer of the week is uh, Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. Uh, mm. It is a delicious lager with hints of caramel. It is award winning and it's cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. It was less than $10 for a six pack, which is unheard of for craft. Beer. Where at? Tell the people where, where they could find that. Oh, I don't know. I got it at Food Lion. Uh, and I don't know if uh, it said it wasn't local. So, or I, it didn't say it was local. So I assume they're shipping across state lines. So you'd probably be able to get it down there. Be on the lookout at like an ABC or something, or like mm-hmm. a Total Wine. Well, I already had my Celsius for today. So I don't have one to actually. No, just kidding. I shouldn't have to. But today is the uh, the one of those days where I already had one this morning for the baseball game. So, so that's all right. Cool. So anyway, I might, to, I might have to try out this Devil's Backbone. Yeah, uh, check it out. I wonder. Good. I think I think like our beers are different from our areas, right? Like state to state, they're kind of like I might be able to find that near me, but I, it's also a good chance I might not. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. We've talked about this how yeah, state yeah. to state distribution of beers not easy. For yep. craft brewers, that is. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get started with that. Uh, I mean, I, we've got a bunch of stuff on the list here, but I think uh, that yeah. it would be pertinent to talk about what's going on in yeah, Ukraine. I saw that. Yeah, man. I, uh, I've i been trying to keep up with the news. At first, I was trying to ignore it, and then I tried to uh, get tuned in because it's obviously very important to be yeah. appraised to what's going on. Yeah, history in the making. Um, yep. But I, I'm not going to sit here and like talk about how terrible it is that it's happening because it is. Um, I think that's been obviously expressed by literally everyone in the world who's not Russian um, or not. Even, I, I mean, even actually, Russian. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say, even I, I believe so, like a lot of Russian people are still in the mindset that they don't want this to be happening. Right. I mean, it's not necessarily yeah. essentially so. everyone who's not working for the Kremlin thinks it's a bad idea. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to address uh, a slightly different dynamic of this. Bailey was talking to me the other day about how this is so like surreal to experience and witness uh, Mm -hmm. because like the wars that we know in our lifetime are in places where we think they're in parts of the world that we, from our perspective, think are not as developed and uh, are also historically prone to war. The Middle East is like war torn. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Out, name one place outside of Dubai, and this is obviously just our Western worldview, but outside of mm-hmm. Dubai in the Middle East, where you're like, man, they're just killing each other over there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the other so, thing too is like like we're not necessarily older, but I think our age group and younger have just always had this image of yeah we've been at war over there as like, as long as we can remember right I mean it's not like there was right. ever I can't remember like the beginning uh, I know when it is but like I don't remember being like oh man this is crazy like we're gonna start, go over there right it's just kind of always been around now right. older generations might feel differently but. Right. Plus uh, the narrative around the wars that we've experienced in our lifetime is like, it's a war on terror. Like we're fighting terrorism. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, seems pretty justified. <laughs> uh, you know, there's obviously some anti-war sentiment around that stuff, you know, mm. individual opinions on our war in this, wars in the middle East, but it's like, all right, you know, yeah, it, it checks out in our brain. But Bailey was like asking me, she said, there are like explosions in kiev and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah like it is like a like a developed european country being invaded by another developed european country it'd be like canada invading the united states right it's just like unheard of and um i told her i was like yeah like you know the russians captured the airport in kiev and she was like well, well so what about the people who want to like catch a flight out of there and i'm like they don't like that's the she 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 like can comprehend that like in a place where we think normal life just happens like war is there now Mm -hmm. um and obviously there's rules in place that are supposed to prevent uh war from affecting like civilians in that manner 
uh, and those rules are just being completely ignored right. by the Russian armed forces. Like they're using incendiary weapons on, on hospitals. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just the lowest, most evil of evils. Um, so in attacking civilians. And so it's just kind of hard for a lot of people in the West to comprehend and like process that. Um, and so I wanted to ask like how you were feeling, how Jen, if, if I know Jenna's busy, but if you guys had any thoughts on it, how you guys have been doing this week, cause obviously everyone is selfish as this sounds. Everyone in the West is also affected by this. I've seen some people saying how worried they are for their, you know, their children. And yeah. Um, you know, obviously right now we're just observers, but it's pretty scary stuff. It is. My, my brother thinks that he's getting drafted because he just turned 18. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, we're a long, we're a long way from that. Oh my point. God. We're not quite there yet. He's being hey, like listen, melodramatic. If they have to draft anybody, we're in rough straits because that's uh, like we got a pretty <laughs> large military and people in reserves, like specifically for that reason. It's like right. Uh, and then I don't know if you know the order technically, but I'm I'm like I'm like seventy percent sure that even after like if they deplete reserves, they go to people that were that are police officers, right? And like they don't pull like just straight up civilians that are like. I'm a tax accountant. I don't know. What is a gun? You know, like they'll pull people that kind of know what they're doing first and then kind of go from there. But he's being melodramatic. Uh, I think he's like trying to do like this whole thing, like where again, I don't know if he's going to watch this because he's watched a couple, but he has a girlfriend. I think it's a little bit of a thing. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, babe, I, I might get drafted tomorrow. You never know. You know, just, uh, oh, no, don't don't be drafted to the war. Yeah, that kind of thing uh what <laughs> his girlfriend you know like that whole thing where it's like oh no like uh you're gonna get drafted to the war kind of a thing i don't know he's playing like some love angle there or something I don't know. being that's what being 17 18 is all about so but uh yeah man yeah it's, i was lying to girls when i was 18 and telling them i was gonna get drafted <laughs> yeah right oh yeah i gotta go go you know after i fought this shark the uh u.s army approached me. I was like, Hey, you just killed that shark bare hands. You got to join the seals. You get right over there. Um, anyway, freaking yeah, it's, it's crazy what's going on over there. And I do want to, you know, make sure that we're, I want, I don't want to say that we're censoring ourselves at all, but there's a fine line of like politics that we don't necessarily want to touch on and kind of go through there. Um, but, at the same time, it's kind of hard to say like, well, what what can we do, right? And the answer is we can't. But we can take this reality check. And I was talking to Jen about this too, is like, we could take this mental check of like, hey, we have kids, right? And it, this is showing that even in this century, in this day and age, things like this can happen, right? Um, and we need to prepare ourselves for worst case scenarios. You know, we definitely don't want to have something like this happen. Like you said, like if one day for whatever reason, Canada was just like, all right, let's attack the U S you know, they'll probably lose. But the fact of it is just like, (laughs) (laughs) the fact of it is just like, it could happen. Right. Um, and so I think it's just mentally and physically preparing yourself to know, I'd rather be that famous, that famous saying, right? I'd rather be that gardener or that the warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah, that's true. Right. I, I will, I will say this much. I'll say this much because yeah. you mentioned something kind of critical there. Yeah. Um, the United States is doing literally everything they can. We have supported <laughs> very strict sanctions against Russia. We have offered to evac. Well, we haven't put it. Well, well, hang on. We haven't put those sanctions on, right? So, but we're threatening and supporting. That's what I'm saying. Like we are only only if they attacked the NATO uh, people that are in that, and and Ukraine isn't. That's the thing. Right, but other. I'm saying NATO and other governing bodies are placing sanctions against Russia, and the United right. States is supporting that. Furthermore, right. furthermore, the United States offered to evac the leader of the president of Ukraine out of the country. Like we Mm. short of sending weapons and soldiers, we are doing literally everything we can 
Um, yeah. So if you are using this war as because it is at the, this point a war, if you are out there listening and, and I don't give a sh- I don't give a damn about <laughs> censorship here. If you are out there listening and you are trying to use the conflict in Ukraine to have political discussions in the United States, you're a piece of crap and you need to not like. Can you expand on that? Like, like what it, if you're sitting there going, what, look at what Biden's doing. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth right now. You're a piece of crap. If you're sitting, and I'll say it for the other side, if you're sitting there using this, trying to uh, make political statements about conservatives in the government, you're a piece of crap. How about you put your American politics aside for eight seconds and realize that innocent people are dying and that everyone is doing the best that they can to try and prevent Russia from being literally absolutely evil right now. Like, that is intolerable twitter yeah. has been a dumpster fire this week well i'm sure and i know. like when twitter's a dumpster <laughs> fire i was gonna say you're like oh my god uh no it's my I, moment I, yeah right you just crack your fingers get right in there type it yeah away. i'm like oh dang you just like messed up our whole doc it's uh, fine i deleted it we're good yeah yeah i i I, I think that this does like give the, especially people who are like influencer, like, oh, something for me to talk about to say relevant, right? Regardless as to whether my information is helpful or accurate, yeah. uh, you know, it does give a lot of those people those platforms to push that. I think that from my point of view, I think that the, we're doing everything we can given the rules that we have set in place now. My only small little tweak is that I just wish Biden was a little stricter on his um, speeches, right? Like I'm watching some of his public announcements and I'm like, I'm just like, I get what you're saying and I'm there, but I want you to just be like, <laughs> Russia, you keep fucking up. Like we're going to, we're going to bring down the hammer, right? He's kind of, he's, he's pushing, pulling like the, the, well, this is politics is how we do X, Y, Z and we're going to do it. And I, I get that, but a little part of it for me is just, I don't know, maybe because I'm a little bit more upset about the situation. I just want, to yell at them and be like guys you keep doing this stuff like you know we gotta we're gonna take action um and there's like a famous quote from uh i think it's more of a meme now at this point but like a while ago there was like an army general who was like if if anybody so much as tries to get the american army involved and does that somebody else is going to be raising your kids and i was like that is a line. <laughs> that is a line and a half. Where I'm like, Jesus, I, you know, that's, that's taking it to the next level. But at the same time, it's like, we're trying to help these civilians. Like this, this is like people's homes and lives are being destroyed forever. Sure. Um, in, in something that, like you said before, a developed nation like this, not saying that it was okay before, but something where it's like, yeah, it's not okay to invade any nation, but it is especially weird to invade Right. Like a peaceful, developed nation. I think it puts it into perspective too. Right. Yeah. Um, so that that's my only like small little criticism thing. I think that I agree a lot of the powers are being like, well, we gotta do everything we can and we are doing everything we can at this point. Um, it's just upsetting when it feels like A, you can't physically do it, you're just a bystander, and B, you wish we could do more, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for sure. Well, uh, thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine. Uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. Uh, visit, uh, Ukraine's website, I think is still up, uh, mm-hmm. and they are running campaigns for donations. If you yeah, uh, yeah. feel inclined anyway, uh, on to lighter topics. Um, uh, what'd you do on Tuesday? What, what is that? What? Okay, first of all, dramatic change in, in tone, but what what do you mean? What was a Tuesday? T W O S D A Y Tuesday. What did you do? Oh, 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 that that the double twos Tuesday that will never the, occur in history ever again. Yes, it's going to be uh uh two decillion years yeah. until yeah. the next one. Uh and, and at that point that's I think the video I saw that figured that out was saying that is like just shy of the 
neuron decay of like all <laughs> life in the universe basically like when it's a black hole era <laughs> yeah exactly nothing's left um yeah. what'd you do on tuesday you do anything special yeah i um was working same i think i was in a meeting actually <laughs> i was in meetings all day yeah. i was in meetings all day and actually yeah. my sister came over and we were gonna take a picture for tuesday um mm-hmm. But we forgot. <laughs> did she come over at all? Or did you just forgot to come no, over? No, she came over. We just forgot to take the picture. Oh, uh, my goodness. And then, I mean, you um, can take one now and say that it was. <laughs> now, every picture has metadata. So they would know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, I saw a uh, montage of all the babies who were born at 222 in a health oh? system on Tuesday. It was yeah. super, super cute. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought um, it was dope. Yeah, I saw that there was like a thing going around where like a lot of companies and businesses were like ringing bells and stuff. Um, which is cool. I, uh, yeah. I I was like, oh, nice. Look around. Okay, back to my meeting. You're like, <laughs> I feel very, yeah. I feel very two today. And then you just very moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was acting two for that those couple of seconds, and then I had uh, a, I have a two year old. That's kind of oh, cool. My two-year-old cool. was two on Tuesday. He was acting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was acting about eighteen actually, and I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to sh- show him. Yeah, he's, he's been very rebellious re- uh, recently. Dude, I'm telling you, he's I... actually currently. Uh, I'm looking at the camera. He turned the light on in his room. Big mistake. Oh giving him boy. A and he's just walking around in circles. But uh, we got a few more minutes so he can chill. He's playing yeah. with his toys like like. Like a good little little independent player. <laughs> I'm telling you now, um, you know, there's this whole thing right now online, uh, especially TikTok, where it's like, um, like gentle parenting versus like uh, the old school parenting. Have you seen? Yes, that? we've had, yeah. Bailey and I had so many conversations about gentle parenting. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we're both in the same boat there. But you know, I saw I saw this other video that was hilarious where he was like, it was like, guys, if you have any kids, any any sons, um. Not that there's a gender thing or whatever, but he was like, if you have any sons and they're they're acting out, you don't need to hit them. You just pick them up. You know what it's like to your psyche to be manhandled and just picked up and be like, stop. <laughs> it's like, stop. I could pick you. I could literally pick you up anytime and just like have you hang there and not, unable to do anything like the, the mental psyche of that where they like think they're like, you know, they're two, three year olds or think they're hot shit. And they're like the boss of the house, whatever. You just pick them up for a solid two minutes and just like let them hang there. Just like powerless powerless yeah Yeah. well uh bailey and i have talked a lot about gentle parenting here's the thing uh what a terrible name for it because i know parenting is not gentle like that's the thing there and and it gets misconstrued on twitter and then you get all these these like you know young 20 some moms who are like you know you really need to encourage and empower your child um to express their feelings in a way shut up shut up <laughs> my son expresses his feelings more than enough trust me I, I, all the time I, actually i get his feelings yeah i, I get it um yeah. but i guess gentle parenting is just like a crappy uh millennial zillennial rebrand of authoritarian parenting which i appreciate mm. a lot more um or it, it's either authoritarian or authoritative one or the other and one's bad and one's good like classic is authoritative mm. and one's authoritative doesn't matter whichever one's good that's the style I'm going with. I don't hit my kid ever. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll give him a stern talking to. I'll tell him no. Yeah. I'll tell him no. I'll make him cry. You know? Because, uh, <laughs> I just, unfortunately. I, just need, I need that sound bite right there. I'll make him cry. Like, just just so I can push, push a button. But you know what? Uh, it, he has been so cuddly and nice to me this week. He, it's like he's yeah. either he's in, he's in sour patch mode. That's what we yep. call it. Yeah, he's yep. in sour patch mode. He is breaking literally every rule that I'm instilling, and then he's like cuddling you and giving me a kiss and saying I love you, daddy, and all this. Yeah. Stuff. And I'm just like, gosh, I can't stay mad at you, except I can, and I have. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, and then and then actually, you know, that kind of brings up me to my other one that I had last week. Right? People always talk about. Uh, your kids being traumatized, right? Like when you grow up, you're like, oh, my parents traumatized me and, you know, X, Y, Z, no, no, no. But, you know, there's something else I want to bring along as well. 
do you think that kids could traumatize parents? All right, here's why we didn't talk about this last week. Um, Here we go. You put kids can traumatize parents too on the Google Doc. And you know what I said when I read that? What? What'd you say? I thought you were frozen. You know what I said when I read that? I said, uh, duh, obviously. Yeah, but it's not a common thing. Like you don't hear people be, you know, from the parent perspective, you know, you always hear like, oh, I don't want to traumatize my kids. Well, how about I don't want to be traumatized by my kids? I think it's more common than you would think. I really, uh, yes, go on, go on Twitter, go on. No, (laughs) Uh, go to the other cesspit of the Internet, Reddit, go to Uh, reddit.com slash R slash parenting and just read like the top, like, I don't know, 10 posts from this week. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of traumatized people. No, no, no. I yeah, yeah, no, I understand that it like, you know, kids can traumatize parents, but I don't I think that that mentality also needs to be taken into account. I think I think there's a little bit of a group nowadays, like being more aware, but parents need to take care of themselves, too. You know, like, yeah, you could you sacrifice a lot for your kids, but not at the expense of your own, you know, mental stability and also like in their favor. Right. Because you need to set boundaries. But I just thought it was an interesting thing that we were talking about as well. I was like, there are plenty of things that Grayson's done where I'm just like, oh, this traumatized me forever. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, so, yeah. Just really, yeah. So um, that brings up a, a an interesting point, kind of a slightly uh, little brain jump I just had. Yeah. Um, but, sure. you know, we've talked about this in the past, I think. Uh, my. I do this very like messed up exercise in my brain sometimes where I take two people in my life and I put them both on like a cliff edge. And I think who I would save if I only had the opportunity Uh, to save one. Oh my God. I don't know. It's, you know, it's like your, it's like your MySpace top five It's just a way more darker version of it in my head. Yeah. Um, Basically. I think it's a psychology thing where you're trying to like mentally prepare what would happen if, you know, you ever lost one of those people and like who you would rather kind of a thing. Uh, just so like if it ever did happen, you're like, well, I planned for it. So, you know, not, <laughs> not planned for it, but prepared yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. You know? thoughts, so continue. Thoughts. Who's who's Good these stuff. two people? No, 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 no. Like I, I'm, I'm just saying like, um, like the concept of like best friend. Mm. I take my friends and I put them on a cliff edge and I'm like, all right, I get down to the person that I would save at the end of it. And that's my best friend. Or like, wow. uh, you know. If I'm not, if I'm not top four, I'm I'm gonna throw a stick at you. Yeah, I don't know. We need a few more podcast episodes to get there. Um, oh, oh my god! <laughs> no, uh, I got a stick. And then, so so, this whole concept though kind of got turned on its head because uh, I had this really dark one uh, where I was like, okay, if Ollie and my and Bailey were hanging off a cliff, like who would I save? And Bailey yeah. and I have talked about this. Like Bailey and I have talked about this a lot because she's kind of done the same thing. Yeah. Um. And like, obviously, Bailey and I are both like, oh, Ollie, like save Ollie. Like he's got a longer life ahead of him. Like, like save Ollie. Like the other parent, the parent, the other parent would totally understand. Um, but yeah. in our marriage counseling that we did before, or uh, not our marriage count, yeah, marriage counseling. Yeah, marriage uh, before counseling. before we got married, uh, yeah. our, our pastor uh, and good friend was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. You really like this is so contrary to popular belief these days. If you're not putting your spouse before your children, right? That's a that's a problem because your children, like your children, just will not um have as good a picture of a healthy marriage uh, as someone who's who's who would do that for their spouse, who would put their spouse above their kids. If you yeah. don't, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like. Like but here's your, the thing. your kids Here, need to see that and they'll, well, they'll grow a healthy sense of, of partnership and love from your marriage. Um, so always put your spouse above your kids. Like, like yeah, try but your that's different. I think that's different. One is a life threatening thing. Right. And the other one is like day in, day out because. Oh, you're talking about the cliff exercise. Yeah. Cause that doesn't, oh, well, I don't yeah, think that would apply. Ex- cliff exercise apply. is an extreme and extreme. You should probably it's, still pick. Oliver, like no offense, Bailey, but like, you know, in a life or death, I mean, it's still one of those things. Well, there's always secret like, option. There's always secret option C, save them both. Yeah, here's the thing. You go to I'm, the, I'm you, really you, good at lifting people. 
No, you're not. Actually, I was going to say, you got to go to the gym. You got to do some pulls and two hands, dude. I don't understand. Like people are like, oh, one or the other on a cliff. Like just get two hands down there. One, no, no, oh, no. You need, a, you need a stabilizing hand or they're both just going to pull you off. And then you're all dude, three dead. That's core exercise, my guy. Like, you know, get some core in there. Two hands. But you're on a lay slant. Down. You're on a slant. A slanted hill. Yeah. I'm Basically, I'm designing this to where you, you only... Yeah. Basically, Have take all Oliver to the gym, and he needs to survive <laughs> that shit. Where <laughs> he can survive a slanted cliff. Actually, both of them be like, no, no, no. Neither one of you can know how to do a pull up. You know, got to hit the gym. I expect Bailey to be able after this two years from now at least one pull up. That's Dude, Bailey's shredded. She could probably out pull up me now. <laughs> while eight months pregnant <laughs> yes pregnancy Dude, strength bro she's yeah cracked. well that's yeah but you don't set the bar that high to be honest i mean she's carrying around extra poundage all the time she's get, she's building muscle you know that's what i'm saying? saying like yeah but you like oliver could probably do more a better quality pull up than you, you oh, yeah he's pulling up less weight i don't think that math works he's got smaller muscles to do no, so. that, that math checks out no <laughs> man Kid yeah. muscles, kid muscles are it's like baby snakes. You know how all their venom is concentrated? Kids are what? just jacked. No, I don't I don't know anything about that. Baby snakes. Wait, you never heard this? No. You didn't know this? Baby snakes are deadlier than fully grown snakes. Yeah, I knew that, but I just figured it was because they were feistier and everything's like more No, no, it's because their all their venom is more potent. No, it, well, yeah, their venom is more potent because snakes are like born with all the venom they have. And a baby snake will give you far more venom in like a smaller package than like uh, an adult oh, snake. Yeah. I always thought it was like over time, the venom's less effective the older the snake is. No, 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 no. Baby snakes are just scary, scary individuals. Dude, snakes yeah. in general. Like, Listen, I've real. had to behead a few snakes in my yard. Uh, small ones that uh, you shouldn't keep alive. Like the big right. ones, obviously, you need to keep alive. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, that's part of being a responsible homeowner. Yeah, no, not me. No, but it is. You want rats in your palm trees down there in Florida? I, I behead those too. Yeah, I don't think you've ever had to behead a rat. <laughs> I have. Uh, you see these tools up here? You see that that little that little sliver of orange? That's one of those uh, like handheld chain chainsaws. If I don't, if I don't get the head perfect, at least I'm cutting something off, and it's not coming back. Okay, now I know for a fact you've never had a fight. <laughs> never had to fight a rat. No, I keep my house clean. I ain't got no that clutter. That doesn't matter. That does not. That has nothing to do with rats. Okay, listen, they're doing some construction no. across the street. They knock down some yeah. trees. Rats. Yeah, rats. Yeah, in the trees, and that's why you don't let any tree branches touch the roof of your house. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have trees that touch my house because I don't live in Florida, where the palm trees are like you know everywhere. I beheaded an iguana climbing a tree. What is wrong with you? It wasn't supposed to be there. What is that? No, and? I'm. So, so uh, listen, you don't. Okay. All, okay, that was like more joking on the side, but like in, in actuality, I did only because it was attacking our dog. You understand that's illegal now, right? It is now, but this was like when I was living with my mom and dad. Like Wait, which, which, which dog? Uh, she's passed now, but it was. Oh, uh, it wasn't Fred? No, no, no. Dude, I'd pay to watch an iguana fight Fred. Dude, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just saying. First of all, you know Fred would would have won. That's what I'm saying. He would have, not only would he have won, he would have like taunted it after because he was like, he wasn't. Uh, I don't know, man. Austin's yeah. dog, Luffy, dominated, dominated Fred. Yeah, but it's a little different because Fred was just like. Or wait, was it the other way around? Did Fred... No, it was the other way around. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, okay, it was okay. the other way around because Fred, Fred Austin... put Luffy in his place. Yeah, and Austin good. was like, can I have Fred over like all the time to put him in his place? Because Luffy's like thinks he's hot shit until Fred comes around and is like, dude, fuck off. No, not Luffy. We love Luffy. Now Austin said that, not me. Oh, yeah. Austin Austin says, Austin says some Dude, the stuff. amount of times... I wish we just had... Austin like, loves his dogs. Oh my god, dude! I wish like we had audio clips of just every time we were playing games and Austin's on the mic and like the funniest stuff would come. Not even directly like from him to be funny, just like things that we would hear, uh, like the cans 
audio from the <laughs> one that one still cracks me up to this day because oh it's gosh. something it's something like purely out of like a tv show or um anytime he'd yell at his dog like mid-match like everybody's in the heat of the moment <laughs> and he's just like screaming obscenities at his dogs that are like barking in the next room uh it's just i just wish i had all those clips dude <sighs> it's um, good stuff it's good stuff all right, well, we, anyway, got, a bunch, we got a bunch of content for next week. Yeah, um, and I was just ending by saying I'm not, not going out and hunting iguanas, but back in the day, I think it was like 10 years ago, maybe, it was a iguana that was attacking our dog religiously. And then, like, one time it actually, like, got it. And I was just like, nope, boom, done. That's what you got to do. That's what, that's what we're going to do to Russia. Boom. Uh, oh man all right well i'll be editing this <laughs> later um what are you editing you're not editing shit i don't know don't threaten to behead anybody i didn't threaten to behead anybody i'm not the one i it's not yeah it's powerful you don't have the me. shovel it's powerful uh, the shovel is the you like our army basically like uh, i'm it's easy for me to sit on uh, the screen a, and be like meta- it was a metaphor it was a metaphor it was a metaphor, was a metaphor. all right yes. i won't have to edit it then i mean yes. i already said i was gonna edit this episode to cut out your your jibber jabber in the beginning but i'm probably not there so. was a lot more jibber jabber this episode than normal yeah you're very bad at this anyway bad uh, at what you said free flow and then we go to like a, a dock and then we go back and forth and it's uh it's a fun time you never know what you're gonna get could be the do- we could probably post the doc and people would be like I don't even know I don't even know what to expect this episode. <laughs> All right, well I uh, Ollie's getting restless. He's starting to read in the other room and like I can't have that. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get the shovel. Just kidding. What Just is wrong kidding. with you? <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening this week, folks. Uh, until next time. And I was just kidding. Everybody's yeah. just kidding. I don't. I don't need the Twitter hate. It's just a joke. Oh, those are not allowed anymore. But Jesus. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, until next week, uh, when we're back in your earbuds again. Thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Roommate Pod. We will uh, catch you later. Thank you, guys. See you next time.